Kia ora and welcome to episode 8 of the Run Adjacent podcast, sponsored by Trek Trail and Fish. I'm Hannah Thompson and I've actually got Hayden co-hosting with me today, <laughs> which is a bit different. How are you Hayden? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. How are you? Um, good, thanks. Hanging in there with my training. Yeah. How's, um, how's your training for Sydney going? Well, thanks. I'm actually doing the most running I've pretty much ever done in my life. I'm nothing compared to others, but I'm racking up about 70 to 80 k's a week. So, yeah, following a program and that's going well so far. Been lucky not to get injured or sick yet. Touch wood. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on to our guest, we've got an awesome guest here today. I'm really excited about this one. Our guest has racked up a huge number of achievements. In 2017, he ran his first trail marathon, Steamy Hooker, in Taupo, coming second overall with a time of 3 hours and 21 minutes. In 2020, he ran his first road marathon at Rotorua, coming 13th overall with a time of 2 hours, 51 minutes and 48 seconds. In 2022, he won the Sport Northland Events Half Marathon Series with these race results. Second at Parihaka Trail Run, first place at Bay of Islands Run Walk Festival, first place at Kaitaia Trail Run, second place at the Whangarei Half Marathon. He also won the Topo Ultra Marathon 50 kilometer event with a time of three hours, 47 minutes and one second, which was only six minutes off setting a new course record. At this year's Tarawera Ultra Marathon, he ran the 102 kilometer event in a time of eight hours and 59 minutes and six seconds, finishing eighth overall and beating um, some really strong overseas professionals. Lastly, if then if all of that wasn't enough, he has also run a 16-minute and 15-second park run earlier this year. So, all that being said... <laughs> That alone is going to take up a few minutes of the podcast. Um, we are really happy to have Sam Rout here today. Welcome, Sam. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. What an intro. Wow, well, it is a nice <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so what surprised me about this was that these achievements started in 2017. So... You haven't actually been running for all that long. That was only six years ago. So what sort of sports were you doing before you got into all of this? Uh, football, pretty much, was my main career, yeah, before the running started. Wow. That's so interesting. So yeah. how did you get into running? Like, what made you get into running? Well, I was on holiday, actually, in Aussie with my partner, Sam. And her mum is a hardcore park runner. So um, we actually did a park run in Aussie and that kind of got me into running. Yeah, I did a park run and from then on I haven't stopped. So yeah, it was pretty pretty cool at the time to run a park run and it's just 
obviously escalated from there, going from halves and marathons and then ultras. Yeah. So. Um, do you remember that first park run? What was your time? I don't. Yeah, it was maybe like a twenty-one thirty or something like that. I was like, <laughs> considering I like yeah. came yeah, from nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm a fit person. Obviously, football was like my life beforehand. Like playing for Northland seniors. I was a captain for quite a few years for the senior side and the reserves. So came up through the ranks of like Northland under eighteens. Yeah, played for Northland, I don't know, Yeah. from like 18 to 25, I think, yeah. for the top side for Northland. So that kind of where it started yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, being in the middle of the park was kind of a lot of energy and mm. so I was always running, so that kind of escalated. So, <laughs> yeah. Did it what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, but yeah, Claire Gilbert, she was pretty much the founder of me running today so yeah shout out to Claire oh, she'll be nice. loving that <laughs> Sam what would you say has been your most satisfying run doesn't have to be a, like an event or anything but just oh, well probably Tarawera would be definitely one of had to be my most satisfying run we'll probably get to that a bit later on um, mm. I probably don't want to deep dive into that right now but yeah. um, maybe we'll save that for later yeah, yeah. If that's yeah, what? is that sort of like your proudest achievement? Is that yeah, right? I yeah, think so. Yeah. yeah, having taken over a hundred k's, I never thought I would have run a hundred k's. So yeah. it's one yeah. of those Definitely. things that I just ran a hundred k's. How did I do that? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go into that a bit later. Yeah. I think what's something everyone will be interested to know is. So what's kept you running? So you've, you came in in 2017 and you've done pretty phenomenally, to be honest, but you have achieved a lot. So what sort of keeps you going because you've achieved so much and are you ever like, oh, you know, that's enough. I can stop now. I've peaked. But yeah, what keeps you going? Nah, it's, there's always more. Hey, like after, you know, like you do your first park run or something like that and you get a PB and then there's like, you take five seconds off and then... Yeah. Next year, you'll do a training block or whatever, and then you'll go, you'll beat that personal best again. So it's like you're always learning and mm-hmm. running. Like the older you get, the better you get sometimes. So it's always a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's never like I've done enough to, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not accomplished finished accomplishing anything um always there's always so much more to learn so definitely definitely and I think there's always ways even though you're you may win events or whatever you can always improve on your own time yeah 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 Yeah. and I'm never going to win an event but I go out there for the pbs you know like I like to see how far I can push my body and is it similar for you yeah definitely see how far you can go yeah Yeah. I love I'm competitive really competitive I do not like losing yeah (laughs) that's why (laughs) so it's yeah it's always trying to better myself to that yeah, yeah next yeah totally now, I saw you at the end of the Topor 50k, and I think 
you were sort of talking then about potentially taking on you seemed fresh after that event and I think you were talking then about potentially taking on the um, Tarawera 102 kilometer event but what really convinced you to take it on like when what was the point that you know you were like yes I'm going to do this the golden ticket <laughs> <laughs> nah um I completed the 50 and I was like I've done such a good training block to 100Ks. I'm halfway there. Why don't I just carry on? So it was a no-brainer for me to complete 100Ks after running 50Ks. So, yeah. And I think at the time, all the boys were doing high mileage and it was just such an easy training block to get through like Mm. yeah I wasn't always there by myself like Mm. everyone yeah we were kind of in it together in it together yeah Shiloh Dwayne Steve Mm. there was a lot of them running high k's and it was it didn't feel like I had pressure on myself I just run with the crew and then it ended up being a great training block. Yeah, yeah. So, that's key. Eh? Yeah. Um, just just feeling like you're not you're not going at it alone. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because running can be quite individual, but if you surround yourself or gather a training group together, it could um yeah it feels it, it just feels easier. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, well, would you like would you agree of, with that? Oh, definitely, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, like mm. one of the weekends, I think I did a back to back marathon coming into my fifty just because we were doing long runs and it ended up doing a marathon one weekend and then next weekend did another marathon. Like it, yeah, it made it easier because there were people around you that could do that. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. What about that run that you went and did with Simon Cochran? How did that come about? Oh, that, I messaged him. He's got a like coach, like he's a coach, so he trained athletes. And I was like, oh, I'll come for a run. And he mess- well, he actually private messaged me and said, oh, do you want to come for a run in Rotorua? Because he was like, oh, you'll be able to keep up with me. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can keep up with you, but I'll... <laughs> so it's a beast. Oh, yeah. he's yeah. Yeah, it's a machine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I was like, yeah, I'll come down for a run. Like, mm. it was in within my Tarawera training block. Mm. So I was like, oh, we'll do a recce of the course. And it was... I ended up doing 80k that day, 81k I think, and he was he was training for the miler, so he wanted to do 90k's or yeah, close to that. So a couple of the boys stopped at 60k's, and I felt good, and I was like, well, I've driven from Whangarei to Rotorua, I'm not going to stop at 50k's or 60k's. I'm just going to carry on. Yeah. So we literally. We were at the Blue Lake and got some more supplies and me and Simon went out by ourselves and did some extra case and it was like it was so cool. Like yeah, yeah. he's awesome. an absolute beast. Eh? Yeah, like, definitely. Definitely. His training block is like, yeah, even his runs at the moment, like, yeah. Insane. Eh? Oh mm. inspirational for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. Cool that you can go out and essentially run with him because he would have been, he would be actually one of your biggest competitors. But that's you know, but that's yeah, that's I cool. guess so. Like 
yeah, we just private messaged over Instagram yeah. and yeah. and talk quite a lot on Strava yeah. and Instagram now. Like, yeah. yeah, it's quite cool that you have those platforms as well. Definitely, that can, yeah. Like, yeah. otherwise I would have never ran with him, you know, yeah, and now definitely. that we yeah. talk over Instagram and and Strava, yeah, it's quite a, it was quite a cool day, definitely. Yeah. So how was your, how was your lead into the Tarawera 102 um you you just come off winning the Talpo 50k, but but what else uh, were you doing like on a weekly basis coming into it? I was doing probably pretty high mileage for what people would say. I don't know, maybe 150, 160k weeks, yeah. and then there was a couple higher day weeks. Mm. I think I got to a 190, 197 one week. Wow! Ooh. I went to Aussie for Christmas and did a few days. And Kosciuszko, Mount Kosciuszko, and then did a few days in the Blue Mountains as well. So yeah, had a so a bit of elevation as yeah, well. Then <laughs> a lot of, I ran the Ferber steps actually, did some repeats <laughs> up the Ferber steps, which was pretty cool. Damn. Um, so yeah, that kind of just got a real good yeah. training block. And so, would you say like what would you think like a Monday to Friday would look, or Monday to Sunday? training week would look like would it would it be broken up with shorter runs long runs were they all just long runs oh a bit of both i don't didn't have a plan or anything like that it's just trying to get k's under your feet Mm. um i'd probably roughly do you know do my short runs were probably only shortest were probably 10 k's maybe maybe a couple 5k park runs Mm. and then i'd probably do some extra after that yeah um but yeah, it'd be like Wednesday would be Hartier Harriers, Thursday would be the chase. Got a group of mates that um, run around town on a Thursday night. Chasing each other. Chasing each other, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird when you put it like that, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a great group of guys and um, girls that get along. So yeah. And then the Sunday would be a long run, obviously. And the Glen Burvey, probably, yeah, high 30s. Yeah. K runs, so, yeah. It varied, to, not definitely in one area, but, yeah. We went to the coast one day with Dwayne and we did a marathon on the Fonaki coastal walkway. So, yeah. yeah, it was just one of those, just kind of carried on, really, yeah. Cool, Sam, that sounds intense. <laughs> yeah, it, it was intense, but it wasn't at the same time. Like, everyone yep. kind of was training for different things, and it just kind of, yeah, I got motivated to yep. just keep ticking the Ks along. And I didn't really look too much how much mm. I was doing and just, yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to keep fit and healthy. And yep. Yep. Yeah, and you didn't follow a program, did you? No, I didn't, no. Just run to feel and, yep. yeah kind of yeah which is I think something really interesting about Sam because I'd say probably what do you reckon 80-90% of runners probably train with a program for a long run like that so yeah Sam is hugely successful on (laughs) I I think just like I'm quite motivated so I don't necessarily need something to get me out the door like I'm yeah and your friends Mm. motivate you as well which is quite easy like yeah some days when it's raining and 
you message someone and they're like, you're like held accountable to run that day. Like it's quite easy. And you're like, oh, I don't want to go for a run. And then they go for a run and I'm like, it's only a little bit of water. Like it's not really going to hurt you. So yeah, Yeah. it's pretty easy to held accountable to go for a run. And if you're like, I'm going to meet you at 4 p.m., you don't want to let that other person down either. Yeah. So it forces you out the door. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, definitely. Okay, so just moving on to the actual day now and talking about Tarawera, 102-kilometre here. Just interested to know, did you have a support crew and what did they do to help you and how did that all of that kind of work, the logistics of it and everything? Yeah, well, my partner, wife, Sam, she was pretty much my support crew from the get-go, really, even... And the trainings um, was always there, yeah. Obviously, letting me do the doing the event and that sort of. But yeah, just she was always there, like at every aid station that I needed to be to change. I had a sipper bottle that got full, changed in and out. Um, gels came out of my bag, went back in. We had pre, so every aid station we had like I need four gels for this one four for the next one and I literally put those four gels out she put the four gels in and yeah it was just smooth it was yeah. it was predetermined it was before, predetermined yeah. beforehand yeah Beautiful. I did a shoe change at 30ks went from trails because the first bit was over the Okataina and it yeah. was kind of traily so I did a shoe change at Blue Lake and got into Topo Spectres which are fast road shoes and ran the the other half of that. So, why did you choose those shoes for the second half? Was there more road? More on that road. Half? Yeah. And yeah, there was a little bit of trail, but it wasn't hardcore trail, mm. so it was runnable trail. So, interesting. That's that's why I did a shoe change. Quite a few of the guys in front did shoe changes as well, mm. and it was yeah, just an mm. easy thing to sit down for a few seconds take some socks off put new socks on shoes on and then yeah, yeah get some supplies and carry on a fresh pair of socks um just changes your mindset as oh, well like eh? it's, it's like an like, it's like yeah. a new run yeah it's it's, it's something <laughs> like real random like it's just the littlest thing that you're doing and yeah you just you're literally just changing your socks but yeah it makes you feel fresh for some reason yeah i don't know what it is but yeah, yeah it's i like i don't do that on training blocks so like it's kind of a weird thing to do something new on race day, yeah. but I knew there are good shoes. I was quite comfortable in them on previous runs, so yeah. And I was a fast tudder so mm-hmm. the back half was pretty flat, so it was kind of, yeah, a no-brainer to go into new shoes. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. Can you just tell us about your nutrition? So what did you... Was were you just using gels and electrolytes, or can you just talk a, a little bit about that? Because yeah, I think gels, people will find that interesting. Yeah, I had pure NZ gels, I think, mm. which is a New Zealand brand of gels. Did that's all I pretty much known since my training blocks, and I was comfortable with, and my body could hold gels down. Yeah, and then I got into tailwind a little bit before my training block as well, and. Mm-hmm. Ran with tailwind, so yeah, that was a pretty much just full tailwind from 
the get-go, really. Yeah. So, and was yeah. that what was in your sipper bottles that were getting switched out? Yeah, tailwind. That Sam was putting yep. Get yep. doing for you? Yeah. Yep. So a two-litre sipper bottle would come out of my bag and two litres of tra- tailwind would go straight back, back in. in. Yeah. yeah, so I had three sippers that I sipped, uh, changed in and out yep. of my backpack. Yeah. Cool. And that obviously worked well for you? Yeah, it did. You didn't hit a wall? Nah, yep. nah. Had enough, I think just enough hydration to get me through the full day. It was pretty hot, but mm. yeah, it kind of got me through to the end. I yep. did drop my sipper pack, 10k to go. Just because. What was what was the idea behind that? Uh, light and <laughs> running fast. Yeah, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, feels like you know you're carrying two liters of water on your back mm. for the last ten k. You don't necessarily need to. Yeah. So I changed that out and ran with a handheld Coke bottle. Was um, that planned? Planned, or, pre-planned. Yeah. Um, well, no, it wasn't actually. I got to the eighty k mark. And I told Sam I need her to be at the next aid station with Coke so I can drop my sipper pack. But in hindsight, I probably should have dropped my backpack at the 80k mark, maybe just Mm. to get me home a little bit quicker. Yeah. But apart from that, yeah. Everything else went well. Went well. that one tiny, tiny regret. <laughs> well, not a regret, just um, Daniel Jones did it, Hayden Hawks oh. did it. So, yeah, yeah, after I came through and finished the race, obviously, Sam told me that's what they did. Dead so right. yeah. she should have said, they did that. Let's drop your backpack at 80Ks mm. so you can run home for 20. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I was hurting a little bit. Um, really, I, I can't believe that, <laughs> Sam. After eighty kilometres, you were hurting. <laughs> yeah, my quads were gone; like they were slowing down. And I was mm. from I think from sixty k, my quads were starting to hurt, and I backed it off a little bit, kept backing it off, and then I got past. Maybe about seventy-two k from a guy from Aussie, and I just said I can't let him pass me and go out of sight. So I literally got onto the back of him and got into Blue Lake, and yeah, yeah, that he got me through the yeah. tough time pretty yeah, much. Definitely, I just kind of want to talk about a bit about that, if it's okay, Hayden. Yeah, of course, um, go, because. Go for it. One thing I've heard people say about you, and I don't know if this is true, I've never actually asked you, is that you almost like thrive off the pain. Like when you get into the hurt locker, you're like, yeah, and I, you know, like you can just somehow pull it out to dig deeper. Can you just talk about what your mental state is and what you sort of think to yourself when you are feeling pain and what drives you? Because a lot of people, like myself included, I, I slow down and I, you know, I'm like, oh, this is, too, you know, this is too hard. And I, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm just interested to hear from you what, yeah, where I your guess, mind goes. <laughs> yeah, like there's always more that you can dig deep, eh? Like, yeah, you can always tell yourself, like, if you're hurting, like, back off enough to, there's always more that you can get out of yourself. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it in that way but yeah. yeah and it's almost seems like with your race it's like you've found 
that focus so you're so instead of thinking about the pain you're like I need to stay on the back of that guy and perhaps it's that mental thing of focus having something else to focus on yes yeah a little a little bit I think it's just one of those things I don't like people passing me yeah 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 it's quite like yeah I got he got me to the next aid station and I yeah downed flat coke and uh, just this gave me another life like yeah this it's, is the the Aussie runner Luke Taylor yeah Luke yeah, Taylor okay. yeah he yeah he got me from maybe the 70k mark to the 80k mark when I was real hurting yeah yeah it's it's a weird like thought being in the hurt box but you've got so much more like there's always a little bit more that you can give mm. if that makes sense yes mm. yeah um without like your mind's always gonna tell you that it's hurting yeah. but like yeah it's yeah. just that yeah i read this book recently by a guy ross edgley he's a swimmer and he does endurance swimming and and basically the theory apparently is is that once you start to hurt and you you're thinking oh, I need to I need to quit you're actually only 40% there yeah true so so, so you've you've got 60% left in the tank yeah i'd agree with that yeah. yeah like yeah before you are hurting yeah you've still got a lot more a lot more yeah yeah, yeah. it's just and your mind's warning you to yeah that you're reaching a certain point and to back off but really yeah <laughs> Your body can give a lot more. Yeah, definitely. That's fascinating. Yeah. I think a screw loose maybe helps as well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, having a little bit of determination to, like, carry on, yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps. Yeah. Definitely. Would you do the Tanawera 102K again? I'd love to. I'd love to do the Myla. Ooh. Really? <laughs> Rather you than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do the Myla one day. Um, maybe I'll do the Tarawera again. Yeah, yeah. The Myla at Tarawera. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm having a baby next week, so that <laughs> might. <laughs> Congratulations, and that's why we've got Sam on here this week because him and his wife. Uh, due to have a baby next week. Yeah. So congrats, Sam. Thank you. Thank That's you. So exciting. Yeah. Um, just on that, what? how do you think your training's going to change? I guess you're just going to have to play it a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm plotting at the moment. Yeah. So, like, I don't have any upcoming events. Yeah. I'm just running for fun with yeah. mates at yeah, the moment. Cool. So, yeah. Just fitting in what you can. Yeah. And even more so probably when the baby comes. Yeah. yeah. Just keeping myself fit um going for a run after work yeah 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 cool that's awesome it's um throwing a baby in the mix certainly creates quite a quite the juggle um and you need to be um, i'm not i'm not telling you what to do but you need to be grateful when you do get the opportunity to go out and have a run so always always be thankful to the partner yeah for letting you go up definitely will be yeah (laughs) yeah sure yeah, she is definitely amazing. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got a good one there, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> one last question, if that's okay. What advice would you have for someone new just getting into running? 
personally, um, firstly, have fun. You definitely need to have fun. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say get a good pair of shoes. Um, yeah, shoes are definitely an advantage. Yeah, um, definitely. I went and saw Dez from Trek, Trail and Fish, and he Ooh. sorted me out with, yeah, a good pair of Topo running shoes. Um, cool. Are those the ones that you wore for Tarawera? Yeah, they are, yeah. I had a trail pair, which were um, trail uh, MTRs, and then I had some road spectres, yeah, from Topo, so. Awesome. Yeah, definitely notice, yeah. you know, when you get a nice fresh pair of shoes, how awesome it feels when you go out running with a fresh pair of shoes. Yeah. I love they, that feeling. They definitely help, for sure. Yeah, shout out to the Desert Trick Trail and Fish. As always. <laughs> um, any other advice for anyone getting into running? Like, how would you start training? Like, would you say, you know, go out and run 20K on your first run? Well... <laughs> If you can, you can. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't say no. Like, if you want to do a 20k run, go for it. Like, I would. So, why don't you? (laughs) Um, Nah, don't set yourself goals too high if you're starting out to start with. Like, Mm. you you can always set goals, but like, if you're struggling to get off the couch, you wouldn't go for a 20k run. You'd go for a 5k run or Mm. a 3k run. So, like, know your limits. definitely yeah when when i first started running i think i would run a kilometer walk half a kilometer run a kilometer walk half a kilometer go back the next day run one and a half kilometers walk half a kilometer and just slowly build up yeah so you gotta you gotta work within your limits yeah you do you do and yeah my my limit was maybe a little bit more than everyone else's yeah i'd say so sam (laughs) (laughs) i'd say that was an that's an understatement Yeah, just yeah. yeah, kind of escalated. Yeah, to go for mm. a jog, and it yeah ended up being a twenty k run for yeah. A, a yeah a normal day's work. <laughs> <laughs> you went, Sam basically went from zero to hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking nature. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thanks so much uh, for coming and having a chat with us, Sam. It's honestly been so interesting. And we appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Um, good luck for your baby. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, uh, thank uh, you for having me on the podcast, Hannah and Hayden. It's, cool, it's been man. lovely to be on. I've been listening to all the previous ones and they've been amazing. So Cool. Man. Thank you. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And thank you to our show sponsor, Trek, Trail and Fish. Their support is definitely what keeps this um, little potty going, and we appreciate it. Please tell your mates about Run Adjacent. Uh, That's how it helps get... Into more earbuds. (laughs) That's what I was looking for. I was like, what is that thing that Hayden always says? People's ear holes. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Run Adjacent. We are absolutely loving the feedback we've received, and 
Um, we are open to receiving more feedback. So if you have any questions or any show ideas, then please um, get at us on either Instagram or Facebook. And until next time, happy running. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>